0: Hi, it's Melissa Moore, and welcome to Mile High Magazine. Happy to have you on this Sunday morning with us. And looking forward to this next guest, Laura Stack. She's the founder and CEO of Johnny's Ambassadors. Good morning, Laura. Good morning. Thanks for having me, Melissa. Well, thank you for being here. First off, uh, tell folks, what is Johnny's Ambassadors? For folks who maybe are not familiar with the program.
1: Sure. Johnny's Ambassadors is a 501c3 nonprofit based in South Denver, that educates parents and teens about the dangers of today's high-THC marijuana products, particularly as it relates to adolescent brain development, mental illness, and suicide. So let's talk about that. Uh, How did this idea come about? Well, sadly, on November twentieth, 2019, our 19-year-old son, Johnny, died by suicide after becoming psychotic from dabbing marijuana concentrates called wax. And mm-hmm. many people are not familiar with the term dabbing. But sadly, uh, he thought the mob was after him. He thought the FBI Uh, was going to arrest him. He thought his dorm room was bugged, and after using these concentrates, became very paranoid and sadly ended his life. So six months later, um, after talking with many parents about what happened and having them all say, I have no idea what you're talking about, what is dabbing, Mm -hmm. we formed... Johnny's Ambassadors because as a parent, I wasn't even aware of what was happening to my son, and it took five years on this journey with him uh, that now we are sharing with others and explaining what can happen to youth who do use these products.
0: I am am so sorry for your loss. I mean, that is... Thank you. That is heartbreaking to hear. I I love what you're doing, though, to get this message out. So let's talk about what do parents and youth need to know about today's high-potency THC products, because it is different.
1: Sure. Yes. So uh, many people have never heard of shatter or wax or dabs uh, because they grew up, as I did, in the 70s and 80s, 90s. You know, the traditional, quote, woodstock weed had a very low content of what's called THC, which stands for tetrahydrocannabinol, which is the ingredient in the marijuana plant that makes you high. Mm -hmm. So when we were kids, it was really low, 2% uh, to, you know, if you got the good stuff, it was 5%. And, (laughs) you know, we used to roll joints and it was... It was very low. Well, now uh, this is a completely different drug. Many people don't know that the chemists have very quietly figured out how to just take the THC completely out of the plant. Um, They uh, run solvents such as butane and ethanol uh, through the plant material, which causes the THC to leach out. They toss the plant matter, right? There's no more plants. Then they take this highly potent THC uh, and filter it and extract it and distill it and dry it and make different products with it that now can be 60, 80, 99% pure THC. So that's really what we want parents to understand is that their teens are not using the same marijuana products that they did, because mm. there's a tendency to say, ah, oh, you know, it's just weed. I used it when I was a kid. I'm fine. Kids will be kids. It's a rite of passage. No, these are hard drugs now. They are in the category of narcotic, um, mm. and they're extremely potent.
0: How long ago did this change, and did it have anything to do with um, marijuana becoming legalized?
1: Yes, in fact, it did in 2000 in Colorado with Amendment 20, when marijuana was legalized medically, and then in 2012 with Amendment 64, when Colorado became the first state to legalize recreational marijuana uh, and commercialized then, rolled out in 2014, Johnny was a freshman in high school, and back then, dabs were not... Um, a very commonly used uh, product. In fact, when voters voted in 2012, many of them, had, of course, no idea because we couldn't predict that any of these products would be created. In fact, The Colorado Department of Public Health and Environment never tracked dabbing in their uh, biannual Healthy Kids Colorado survey until 2015 because they simply didn't exist. So the chemists and the manufacturers have been very quietly making these products with higher and higher and higher and higher potency completely unregulated. So, yes, we started really seeing them come out. Um, In 2015, and because 18-year-olds can get a, quote, medical card at 18, they can, without a debilitating condition, go to um, a doctor who... Recommends that they should use marijuana for any mysterious malady that they make up. For example, they can say they have a migraine, and you can't really prove that. So then they can legally walk into a medical marijuana dispensary at 18 years old and buy shatter. And the big problem, Melissa, is that their brains are still forming. So until the age of 25 for young women and up to 28. For young men, THC disrupts the normal brain development in youth, causes myriad problems, including psychosis, an increase of five-fold in peer-reviewed scientific studies, and a seven-fold increase in suicidal ideation and, sadly, attempts and completions.
0: It is terrifying to hear those numbers and to realize How many parents, how many youth have no idea what they're really dealing with?
1: No idea. And that's why Johnny's Ambassadors is really passionate about getting the word out there. In fact, I have just written a book. Thank goodness there was COVID because I had time to to write a 300-page book with 176 scientific citations. Uh, with help from Johnny's Ambassador Scientific Advisory Board to provide the research woven into Johnny's life and death story. That book, The Dangerous Truth About Today's Marijuana, uh, just came out on July 10th, which is Dab Day as a a symbolic effort uh, to... (laughs) Uh, go against the marijuana because Dab Day 710 spells oil upside down. And um, we symbolically wanted to release it on that day.
0: What kind of things did you learn about marijuana and THC as you were writing your book?
1: One of the shocking things to me was that the THC molecule looks identical chemically to the molecule in our bodies. That makes us feel good called anandamide. And you've heard of the runner's high, right? So the runner's high is the chemical that is released in your body that makes you feel euphoric. This natural chemical is called anandamide. Well, because the THC molecule is so similar It tricks the body and it binds to those receptors in the brain and gunks them up pretty much. In other words, the anandamide now is no longer naturally produced by your body. And because your body has a very complicated endocannabinoid system that's supposed to regulate brain function, it can no longer do that because THC stays in your body for three weeks. And that is what causes problems. We see in MRIs that there is thinning in the prefrontal cortex in youth who use THC because it can't Form naturally. It's very scary.
0: What kind of research, what kind of numbers did you see as far as like the youth here in Colorado and the percentage that are using THC products?
1: When you look at youth um, and you can go to the Healthy Kid Colorado survey, we see that in 2019, smoking is down, and everybody goes, oh, yay, children aren't smoking marijuana as much. Well, (laughs) but you have to look at the other statistics that show that vaping is way up. Dabbing is way up, statistically significant. Eating uh, is way up, and sadly, there are a lot of very strange ways that the marijuana manufacturers have figured out to get THC to our children. There are, unbelievably, suppositories. Uh, It's so scary how they're trying to market to the youth and provide products that are discreet and that can't be seen. Uh, In 2018, that's the last year we have data, for youths ages 15 to 19 who died by suicide in Colorado, 36% of them had THC in their system and a very low percent had alcohol. And we see that trend of suicides and THC in the talks of youth with suicides in youth ages 15 through 19 is over 36 percent, while alcohol is very low. So this trend started, guess when, 2014, when suicides went on the rise and the same level of in the completed.
0: You know, it's heartbreaking because we hear the numbers about the suicides and teen suicides here in Colorado, but you don't hear that connection very often being made.
1: Well, they don't want you to know because there is a false narrative out there that it's harmless, that it's medical, that it's good for you. And in fact, studies have shown that teens' perception of the harms of marijuana has gone way down. In fact, they think using tobacco is less safe than marijuana. They think marijuana is the safest thing out there. Um, and so they want our youth uh, to be addicted. Addiction is an adolescent onset disease. You don't suddenly, at 50 years old, decide you're going to shoot heroin, right? It all starts With marijuana. In fact, the Center for Disease Control tells us in their Youth Risk Behavior Survey for. 2019, that lifetime marijuana use is now the number one predictor of whether a high school teen will have abused opioids in the past 30 days. It's not alcohol, Melissa. It's THC.
0: Well, I'm so glad you're getting this message out there. Before we wrap up, tell me a little bit about House Bill 1317 and why it's so important.
1: 1317? is colorado 's first attempt to put the brakes on. I am thrilled to have been able to testify uh, and to have johnny 's story read by Representative Tim Geithner on the House floor in closing arguments where the House voted unanimously to regulate marijuana concentrates it now as of January 1st, 2022 will require two doctors to independently certify that an 18- to 20-year-old has a debilitating and chronic condition. They have to pull mental health records and medical records. It requires them to see the doctor more frequently. They can buy less. It really just puts up guardrails, Melissa, to help this from getting into the hands of more teens. And we're having an event, uh, and we have some senators coming to speak. Senator Kevin Priola on Sunday, September nineteenth uh, in Central Park in Highlands Ranch, and we invite people to be one of johnny 's ambassadors, come out to the walk, we have a band and slacklining, and um, we hope to just continue our work to educate, and they can go to stop. DabbingWalk.com to learn more. That's StopDabbingWalk.com and Laura Stark, founder
0: and CEO of Johnny's Ambassadors. For folks that want to get your book, The Dangerous Truth About Today's Marijuana, where can they find it?
1: They can find it on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, anywhere books are sold or they can find out about it on our website, Johnny's slash book. And for folks
0: who also want to get more information on all the things that you've been sharing, maybe get it into their child's school. What can they do?
1: The best thing to do is send a copy to your high school principal as well as your health care teachers, the counselors, any of your legislators that you have a relationship with. Have them read the book. It's It's shocking and startling and hopefully they will get copies into their libraries and have me come in and talk to their teens about what happened to Johnny and share his warning three days before he died. He said, Mom, I want you to know you were right. You told me marijuana would hurt my brain and it has ruined my mind and my life and I'm sorry and I love you. And he died three days later.
0: Well, I am so sorry for your loss. I am so appreciative of you spreading this message and doing hard work to try and get so many people educated. And once again, Laura, what is the website? It's Ambassadors.org. Thank you so much. Laura Sack, founder and CEO, Johnny's Ambassadors. Thank you so much for being here. I'm Melissa Moore from My Life Magazine. Go out. Have a blessed day. Be kind to everyone. I'll see you back here next Sunday.